Today's podcast is brought to you in part by Audible.com. Listeners of the Smithically Speaking podcast are given a free 30-day trial, which includes a credit for a book that you can have read to you. Cancel at any time if it's not for you and keep the book. Go to audibletrial.com smithical for your free 30-day trial. This is the last week you can take advantage of the Huga Coffee Company 10% off deal. The Huga Coffee Company believes in enhancing the lives of everyone involved in the coffee process, from the small family farm in Guatemala or Costa Rica, all the way to the last sip in your morning mug. Their goal is to provide direct traded beans from farmers who provide fair working conditions and wages, and who use no pesticides or harmful harvesting methods. The Huga Coffee Company is offering the Smithically Speaking listeners 10% off their orders by entering the promo code SMITHICAL at checkout. All orders already have free shipping in the U.S., so make sure that you take advantage of this 10% off deal while the Health, Huga, and Happiness podcast series is live. Go to hugacoffeeco.com. You can also go directly to the promo link at the show notes at smithical.com. Welcome to episode nine of the Smithically Speaking podcast. I can't believe we are nine episodes in already. It feels like I was just introducing this podcast to the airwaves, and here we are two months in already. I'm excited for the upcoming series, which I'll talk about a little following today's podcast. Today is the last episode in our Health, Yuga, and Happiness series, and I have to tell you that this has become my favorite episode. I mean, the conversations that we've had in this series have been so fun, and I have learned so much by talking to Heidi about all of these things. But today's episode is like the icing on the cake. It's the bow on the gorgeously wrapped present. Heidi takes everything we've talked about in the past three episodes and gives us practical ways in applying all of it to our own lives. Let's get right to our conversation. Today is our last episode in the series. No. <laughs> I'm going to miss chatting with you about this on air. Me too. This has been so much fun. It has been good. And I've been getting a lot of great feedback of people listening. Oh, and I think I want to put a challenge out to our listeners at the end of our conversation today. Well, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let's recap our three conversations so far. Mm-hmm. The first time we talked about health and happiness and how they go hand in hand. And then we brought in the blue zones the next time and talked about how we can do it in our families and in community. Yep. And then we chatted about Huga. You laughed. That was last yep, time. Last that was week. so fun. <laughs> and so here we are. This is the culmination of all of this. And we're going to bring them all together today. All right. We'll try. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll do our best. We have so much to talk about. We do. We have a lot. I hope we can get it out there. We're going to get it out there. Okay, good. So what are we talking about today? Well, we were going to talk about some of the happiness research that is out there. Um, And this is a study that I discovered many, many moons ago. Um, (laughs) And I feel that it 
sort of encompasses all of the things that we were talking about. We can reframe you know, the goals and all of the ideas that we had, the ideas about health and how to be healthy, how to get healthier, take all those goals. It gets confusing. Yeah. It gets really confusing. So how do we sort of reframe it mm -hmm. so that we can take our goals and make them a reality while really feeling good about it yeah. instead of you know, making it a negative thing. Because mm -hmm. so many times when we set a goal for ourselves, mm -hmm. we say we really come from a place of, I'm not being good enough. Right. right? Exactly. And so we can't start there. We can't start there. We have to actually look at the goal and solve it by saying, I'm, I'm enough. I have all the tools that I need right. to solve this problem. Yep. And I'm going to be happy while I do it. Yeah. And somehow to me, this happiness research has done that for me. Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping it can you know it'll be a launching pad yeah. for people to do it for themselves I agree and so what we're going to talk about today can can encompass any goal that you set up for yourself right but we're going to talk about it in our H H H and H yes. <laughs> series our health and happiness and Hugo so we're going to talk about yes. it as setting a goal to be healthy in your mind and in your body but anybody can take any of this advice and put it to any goal that they want to put in their life yeah it could okay. be a work goal or Good. um some other goal but yeah like we're that. gonna we're going to stick with our theme yep okay great <laughs> good okay so, so the first study mm -hmm. what do you want to talk about well first? the first study is sort of just sort of interesting because that will harken back to our blue zones conversation right okay and um i think that's the one that i want to talk about first because it's the longest ongoing study yeah. of um, health and um, happiness and well-being okay. uh, in the country. Yeah, wow. And it's the 1938 Harvard study on adult development. Um, they're currently on their fourth director. I found it by finding um, Robert Waldinger, who's okay. the current director. Yeah. And okay. you can find him, um, well, he has a TED Talk. Oh, okay. Two. Yeah. I'll okay. look for it and yep. link to it. Yep. And what they basically did, I'll just give it to you, just bare bones. Okay. They took two groups of men okay. um, in Boston. They okay. took Harvard men. Right. <laughs> um, a group of Harvard men and then a group of underprivileged younger boys okay. from Boston. Okay. And what they did was they followed them throughout their lifetimes. They not only did questionnaires um, yeah. on a yearly or semi-yearly basis, but... They did personal one-on-one -on -one interviews. Okay. They track their health, their well-being, yeah. and ultimately their happiness. Yeah. Some of them are still alive. The group included a former president, which was JFK. Oh, wow. Yeah, he yeah. was in the original study. And so basically what they found was, you know, of course, they probably, you know, hypothesized that the Harvard men mm -hmm. would be healthier and yeah. happier and have larger degrees of success and mm -hmm. all of those things. And that wasn't the case yeah. at all. Yeah. So um, the study is is continuing now. With, Are they still continuing with Harvard students and underprivileged? Or have they added women to the study? Well, know? that was actually, that, that was brought up in one of the talks. Oh, good. Because yeah. now they actually have included the children of the original oh, group. Okay, so great. now it does include women. Yeah. It didn't at first. Right. right. So um, what was really interesting is that, you know, they found out that people's lives took all kinds of different turns. Right. You know, some of the most successful became, you know, destitute mm -hmm. and depressed, you know, the ones that mm -hmm. started out. Some of the underprivileged boys 
reached great heights of success yeah. in um, you know their chosen professions or this sort of thing. But what they found was that the strongest predictors of what would keep people happy and healthy in their lives yeah. were close relationships. Wow. Close relationships were that that was the thing that mm -hmm. they all had in common. The the ones that were the healthiest, the happiest and reported the highest levels of well-being yeah. in their lives. And it was the quality of their relationships that was oh, important. Right. Exactly. So not just the number. Not how many friends you have. No, the quality of mm -hmm. relationships. And, you know, of course that's going to include, you know, your, uh, your partner, yep. um, your closest friends, mm -hmm. your family. But the quality of those relationships honestly not just made people happier but made them live longer yeah right. so that is such a huge takeaway yeah and when you know you don't need to read any more of the research yeah. that's what you're going to get out of that that's what they right came across and then of course life. that goes back to um the moai groups that mm -hmm. we were talking about mm -hmm. in the blue zones yeah so um creating those uh Long-lasting, deep, mm -hmm. yeah, in, in your yeah, in your life and in your community. So that that one is really cool, and that yeah. the takeaway there is: start to build your little network. Right. Don't exactly. be afraid to do it. Yeah. Don't be afraid to reach out and make connections. Yes. Money does not bring you happiness. Well, that's what they found. Yeah. That's not that's at all. Great, and that's a great way to um, to come across it is well, to just notice that in in these in these. Um, studies these kids these mm -hmm. students and the um, other people that's that's an yeah. interesting way of yeah and one of the one of the actual um, another one of the takeaways um, that they highlighted mm -hmm. was that experiences are more yeah. valuable mm -hmm. than material things absolutely so it's the experiences that mm -hmm. you have um, in these quality relationships yeah. not you know taking an expensive right. trip or things right. like that and those they you know, they reported those things mm -hmm. and they, you know, they were statistically significant. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so that's that study, the 1938 Harvard okay, study. Great. And, um, worth a look for yeah. sure. But if you don't want to <clears throat> read about it, just take that one thing away. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. One, yeah, we have our yeah. first takeaway mm -hmm. is that relationships are important. Right. Okay, great. And then that, that actually flows into the next one because apparently Harvard has a great, um, program in their, yeah. I believe it's in their psychology department okay. because they have a famous course on happiness oh, okay. at Harvard. Um, and I guess it's really popular. Yep. <laughs> it's hard to get into. Yeah. So they have a whole bunch of people on staff right. who have been studying happiness. Yeah. And another one of those guys I found right. by accident as I, as I was doing this was a, a guy named um, Sean Acor. Okay. You can link that to A-C-H-O-R. Okay. And he has a book. Oh, great. Yeah. We love and, books. Yeah. It's a book. And I haven't read it yet. <laughs> uh, I can admit that. But it's called The Happiness Advantage. Okay. Yeah. And I got some great information um, from him, too. I, yeah. He has a talk as well. A TED Talk as yeah, well? Yeah. The first thing that I took from, from that talk yeah. that, that I listened to was that the external world can only account for 10% of your long-term happiness. Okay. 90% of your happiness is determined by the way your brain processes mm -hmm. the world. Mm -hmm. And he talks about a positive brain. Yeah. So that's, that's his research, creating a positive brain. Right. He believes a positive brain is more productive, more creative than a neutral mm -hmm. 
or negative brain. Mm -hmm. um, so he talks about different ways you can train your brain for positivity. Yeah. Because you know what you want is you want that enthusiasm, yes, that energy exactly. to create the life that you want. So how how can you do that if you find yourself <laughs> being a negative person? I find myself that way in winter. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. <laughs> so is there, does he give you advice on how to train your brain to be positive? He does. Okay, so it's possible. You can get out of the doldrums. Well, isn't it worth a try? Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he actually has a 21-day plan, and this is what attra attracted me because I thought, well, you know, I talk to clients, yes. and I want to talk to them about how to retrain their brain yeah. for positivity. Right. And so he actually has... Um, a 21-day uh, program to train your brain for positivity. Wow, okay, great. And these are five things that you can do. Okay. Literally do tangible things that you can do. Every day, Every for day. 21 days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'll just tell you what yeah. they are. Yeah, why let's, not? Let's hear In it. no particular order, and you'll see why I really like this list. Okay. <laughs> the first thing was to write down three gratitudes, mm, things mm -hmm. that you're grateful for in your life for yeah. three days. For, I mean, three 21 gratitudes, days. 21 days, yeah. You probably and, don't want to stop after 21 days. You'll probably find a lot of positive outcomes from doing that. Right. And some days it may be the, you know, the three same things mm -hmm. or whatever, but yeah. whatever it is. Start you your know, day with being grateful. Yeah. yeah. Start your day with being grateful. Write it down. Mm -hmm. And then there's another one to write down. And okay. that's, it's a journaling exercise. And it's to journal one positive experience you had during the day. The previous so you do that at the end okay. of the day. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You can do it anytime. Yeah. Want, but at, this one you'd want to do at the end of your day. Right. What? Just list one positive thing that happened that day. Yeah. Write it down. Yep. Even in the worst days, you can find one positive thing. One positive thing. It could be that your coffee was hot. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you were able to drink it hot. Right. Yeah. yeah. And okay, the third so one, you're, yeah. the third <laughs> one is exercise. Yep. Yeah. And that means that you have to do some form of physical activity for the 21 days. That's those endorphins. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's... I can... I can totally. And this is, has nothing to do. This this guy is just talking about retraining your brain. Yeah, exactly. And exercise it, does right. it. Mm -hmm. You know, so exercise is the next one. Yeah. He doesn't give a prescription. Yep. My um, advice would be just to get yourself moving in a way that you haven't been. Yes. For 21 yeah. days. Yeah. Um, the fourth one is meditation, and mm -hmm. that could be a five-minute quiet time mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be um right i don't do that <laughs> you know it just yeah. doesn't appeal to me right but it might just be taking that break yeah. it could be tea time or right. you know we've talked we talked mm -hmm. about that too in, yeah. in one of the episodes so do a meditation every day yeah can be brief and i love this one i love the <laughs> last one it's um random acts of kindness oh, do one yeah. random act of kindness and this could be a text to a friend right and I know I, I get ones like those from you and uh, yeah. in my Moai. My friend Erin is really good at that. Yeah. She'll say, I know this was going to be a rough day for you. Oh, Hope you did well. Or, see? Oh, that's great. Yeah, like that sort of thing. So a rant, so do that for somebody. Yeah. A random or, you know. Um, a stranger. Stranger. <laughs> yeah. Do something for, you know, it can literally be smiling yeah. at right. a stranger and say, Absolutely. hi, how are you? Mm -hmm. It, that could be your random act of yeah. kindness. So those are the five things. Yeah. And, you know, everything worth doing takes practice. Right. So 
it's they, worth doing it for 21 days. They say it takes 21 days or something around that to start a habit. And yeah. those are so easy. They're not difficult. No, they're not difficult. You can start that tomorrow without even having to go to the store and get supplies. I feel like I feel like you know I'm supposed to be a pro at, yeah. at this, and I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna do it. Yeah, and just see what I'm happens. Definitely. Yeah, you know, I'm That's just gonna great. do it. Um, and then so the other thing that he talks about that I thought um, was interesting is that. And this is just something to think about as well, is um, happiness is not at the opposite side of success or your brain never gets there. Wow. Wow. I got to sit with that for a minute. <laughs> yeah. I know. I had to read it because yeah. I wrote it down. I understand that. Happiness just, it's... Well, it's not a destination. Exactly. You can't say, I will only be happy when I get this done. Exactly. Okay. So yeah. for the purposes of our conversation... Mm -hmm. I can only be happy once I've lost 20 pounds. Exactly. And that is not the way no. to succeed. No. You're putting your happiness at the opposite end yeah. of a certain success. Oh, that makes so much sense. You know, or if I'll be happy once I get a raise. Yeah. And right. he, he talks about that, I believe, in his talk. But right. Yeah, because then it's like, then you're looking for the next exactly. raise. Exactly. Then you're right. looking at the next. You've got to create the practice of happiness in your life yeah. every day. Right. And That's good. the health habits are the process. You yeah. have to enjoy the process, right. not the destination. Yes. So that's what I got from Sean Acor. Yeah, that's great. This yeah. is good stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, now we have to read the book. Yes. Right? Oh, I'll get it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get it, too. I'm going to get it on Audible. Oh, that's a good idea. I'll get mine on Audible, too. Okay, good. Yeah. we can listen to it when we're working out. <laughs> oh, yes. That's what we're going to do. Or having tea time, you know. <laughs> Yeah, all this stuff sort of just goes hand in hand with all the things yeah, you were talking about. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. It goes all the way back to Hugo. It goes all the way back to our very first conversation. Yeah, this right. is this is all setting really up your home stuff. for success, mm -hmm. making a place for yourself. Yeah, you know, do, practicing the health habits. Yeah, um, in that comfortable space, yeah. connecting with others right. as part of your happiness project to mm -hmm. create a healthier you. Yep, That's absolutely. What it is. Yep, you That's know. Good. So that kind of flows. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> flows into um, the next happiness researcher. Yeah. Who um, I went to school with his son. Oh, wow. Yeah. I did not know yeah. that. I went to school with uh, Mark Chicksamihai. Oh, okay. At, yeah, back in Chicago. Okay. I grew up with him. So that's when... I saw this in college because this yeah. this has been around for a long time. Okay, this is Mihai Csikszentmihalyi's book Flow. Okay, which has been around. The for book a long is called time. Flow. It's called Flow. Okay. I have that book. Okay, and oh, okay. I've, I've read it um, and referred back to it many, many times. Okay, so of course when I that came up in a psychology class in college, I was like, oh, that's Mark's dad. <laughs> mm, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And so okay, I'm interested. Right. And his. Um, the, the concept that he researched that he named was called flow and it's basically an experience where you're feeling like you're in the moment. Have right. you ever heard an yeah. athlete say that they were in the zone? Yeah. When I used to run, I would have terrible runs for weeks and then all of a sudden I could run for three miles and not even feel it. Yes. That's in the zone, in the moment, in the flow. Yes. That's what that is. Yes. Yeah. And you could experience that doing any number of things and th mm. those things are personal to you. Yeah. But being able to practice, mm -hmm. being in that flow, right? Um, and being having that flow experience yeah. is a really sure way to ensure that you start to do habits that support 
right. your goals. Yeah. So if my uh, goal is to um, become fitter, right. I want to find activities yeah. that will create a flow experience for myself. For so, you. For me. Right. So that I can, and that's why, you know, golfers experience that. Mm-hmm. I hear that a lot with people who play golf. Yeah. They're just like, they lose track of time. Yeah. They're in the moment. They love the outdoors. They like the scenery. Yeah. They're in the flow. That's a flow experience right. for them. So you have to find out what that is for you. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that's how we utilize flow. Yeah. But what it's, you know, Part of being able to experience that is though refining your skills. Okay. So you want to refine your skills. And I think about that when I'm doing um, my group fitness. Okay. Because I take somebody that might be newer Mm -hmm. and show them how to refine their skills, Mm -hmm. challenge them, Mm -hmm. and then their skill level and the challenge kind of meet and then they start to experience flow and that's how you get them hooked yeah exactly (laughs) that's how to bring them back that's how I bring them back yeah Yeah. that's good so my and I I wanted to um, just sort of synthesize this because otherwise it gets a little bit cloudy okay Um, but we talked about many tools that we can use to have a healthier lifestyle and a happier lifestyle the exercise the Moai groups um the huge, mm-hmm. right? right? All of those yeah. things that we talked about. We can utilize all of those things that we talked about mm. to get in a flow state mm-hmm. where, you know, life just feels mm-hmm. a lot better. And yeah. we want to keep doing those things so it's not something we do for a week or right. a month. It's something that we now are. It helps you live life to the fullest. Right. And helps you face challenges in a different way. You don't face challenges and fall apart, right? Because right? you have the strength now to yes. And it's not a it's not a seven it's not a ten day diet plan right. where exactly. if you fall off the wagon, mm-hmm. then you say, oh, just forget it. It's yeah. not worth it. Right. It's like this is something that we are incorporating yeah. into our lifestyles. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So um, and that stuff is actually worth. I have a whole bunch here that I'm not going to um, <laughs> read to you. But um, yeah. if you're interested, you know it's in his book. Flo. It's in his okay. book, and the and, and another one of the important things is to realize that the meaning of life is ends up being what is meaningful to you. Mm. So you're not looking; it's not something that's outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you're all of this stuff that you're creating, mm-hmm. and the flow experience is what's meaningful to you. Mm-hmm. It may not be the same thing that's meaningful to me exactly that's very true so worth worth checking out right yeah i can i'll lend you that book oh i'd love to read it yeah that's that's great so i feel like you know i I really do feel like that sort of just puts it all together it really does it really does and if this episode has not inspired somebody to just start tonight tomorrow whatever (laughs) i don't know what is this is good stuff i think i i really do think that that people are going to be challenged in a good way good. to live their their best themselves, you mm-hmm. know, be them. Yeah, be and the that a healthy them. lifestyle is yeah. not about a you know a, it's not about a leg lift or yeah, it's right. it's it's literally about a you know an entire lifestyle and it's not hard yeah to get it just takes practice right exactly and today we have tools to help us get there yeah well I'm excited to have everybody start I'm, I, I'd love to hear from people right. too yeah so my challenge you know. is to anybody who has started incorporating any of the things that we've talked about in the past four 
episodes. I want to hear. I want to hear if people have started MOIs or put a name to their current MOI group or if you've started an exercise plan or if you cleaned out your refrigerator or mm-hmm. if you start practicing all the, the five things that we were talking about today, the 21 day. Yeah, the 21 day practice. Yeah. Retrain your brain for positivity. I'd love to hear from you. Yep. And I'm sure Heidi would love to hear it too. I would. I'd love to hear it. This has been so much fun. Yeah, this, this is has great. been so much well, fun. Well, we're going to revisit it again in okay. about six or eight months. We're going to come back and, yes. and hear from people who have done this and... We'll just talk about how people are making their lives better. Oh, I'd love to hear that. (laughs) My pleasure. It's been so fun. Thanks for having me, Liz. Our next series is going to explore creativity in our daily lives. I am currently working on recording different episodes and getting different creative people to talk to. So it's not going to start a week from today. Please subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so that you can hear when the next series is going to start. Thanks for listening and continue to follow me at smithical.com.